<laughs> I need a Big Mac now. <laughs> you are listening to the LA Artist After Show, where we chat with the artist about anything and everything, most of which we probably forgot to mention during the podcast. So all of this is bonus content just for you. I'm the same way around every person. Yes. Uh, and and that's definitely... Uh, and again, so thank you and welcome to the after oh, show. Oh, yeah. Welcome to the after uh, show. Welcome to the after show. Uh, but yeah, th- that's one of the reasons why I, I wanted to do the after show as well. Mm-hmm. Where it's like, again, cool. We were going off a of format for the for the main episode where we wanted to talk about specific things uh, that can help uh, new artists and whatnot. So it's a little bit easier and structured. <laughs> And now we can literally just talk about anything. Like, yeah. The only things I sugarcoat are donuts. Yeah. <laughs> glazed, yes. maybe glazed. Yes. Oh, that should be one of the other ones. Uh, uh, oh, although, because well, Krispy Kreme is a, a specific company. Yes. It would be either Krispy Kreme or... Uh, or Duncan. Or, no, I hate That's Duncan. a joke. No. <laughs> or, or, or I mean, we did say Crayola or Rosart. <laughs> That's true. true. <laughs> <laughs> no, Legos uh, or Mega Bloks. Hey. Ooh. Um, but uh, just like a, a traditional uh, donut. Glazed uh, or unglazed? No, uh, but because uh, like we have for, uh, for donut shops, yeah, like, like a donut shop donut. Oh, yeah. Where they're bigger, they're fluffier. The fancy It's like, well, they're they're cheaper than the Krispy Kreme ones. Yeah. Crisp Krispy Kreme or Donut King. Mm, not really. Well. Mm. Or Krispy Kreme versus any strip mall donut shop. Yeah, or, or yeah, Krispy, small, Krispy, business yeah, yeah small business donut Krispy shop. Yeah, small business donut shop. Krispy Kreme slap. Or donuts from Ralph's. <laughs> That's <laughs> offensive. Krispy <laughs> Kreme. Why you prefer the Ralph donuts? Heck no, I wouldn't subject myself to that kind of torture. I'm going to the Winchells. <laughs> yes. Oh, wait, Winchells is, is uh, gas station donuts. Ooh. Ooh. Those are so, for those desperate road trips. <laughs> some AMPM donuts. <laughs> <laughs> you know the the the, the, the ones, ones that come in the package. Yeah, the, the host, the host, the, yeah. the host ones. The, the host. Hostess. I will grab those every time I'm oh, at a gas station. Oh, what about that? What about that? Duncan, like Krispy Kreme. No, Krispy Kreme or Hostess. Yeah. Ooh. Okay. Fine. I'll you check. know what? I would have to pick Hostess because Hostess got zingers. They've got cupcakes. They got hoo hoos, ho hos, like <laughs> <laughs> ding dongs. They got ding dongs. Ding dong. <laughs> like they've got everything. Hose. Fun yes. words. That gets yes. me. I don't know how to, how to spell it, so I'm just putting hose. Donuts or Twinkies? Twinkies. Ooh. Twinkies? They last forever, too. Yeah. That's apocalypse food. Oh, uh, it, did, did you know that Twinkies are illegal in, like, other countries? Oh, probably because <laughs> of what they put in it, huh? Yeah. yeah. The yeah. <laughs> you know what? It's preserving my body. Don't worry. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, no, I just bought it as a keepsake yeah, yeah, yeah. on the mantle. A little trophy. It's not for consuming no, it's, it's, just, it's, it's just for fun. Is it is it illegal in England? Is no. that one of the countries? Uh, probably no? not. Uh, I know it's illegal in Europe. Uh, I just don't remember where. Um, probably like Sweden, the Nordic countries. But Sweden, more everything of the healthier, is so sweet Sweden. <laughs> more of the healthier countries. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I, I feel like they have... They have more restrictions. More, more regulations. On what can go into yeah. your food. Yeah. <laughs> We're just I, flying off the handle. I mean, there are also <laughs> some of the countries that 
promote taking days off. Oh yeah, four day weekends <laughs> yes. in childcare for both uh, yes. both parents. Like yeah. wow. Well, uh, one of the ones that well, uh, I think it was uh, Portugal, where uh, for uh, people who were working from home, like after five p.m., their employer cannot call them to talk about work. <gasps> That's amazing. It, it is. Wow. It, it, it would be illegal and the employer can get fined if Good. not arrested after X amount of whatchamacallits. But I'm like. Try doing should, that here. Yeah. Try, <laughs> doing, try that doing that here. That here. So you, your boss will be at your door with a machete. Mm. Yeah. And, and it is one of those things where because like my girlfriend, she is uh, uh, she doesn't work hourly. She works mm. salary, which is a little better because like she essentially might might work at like 8 p.m but doesn't have to wake up at 7 a.m mm-hmm. to get into work and she also works from home so it makes oh, it a yeah. little easier for her to be like okay cool yeah i work salary oh somebody has it because uh, she also works in it mm-hmm. like oh somebody has issues a ton amount of time like okay cool i'll just do it mm-hmm. get it done and then just go back to doing whatever it is that she was doing. <laughs> there you go. So little things like that. A little are, more flexible. Are, are, yeah, are a little bit more flexible. But in Portugal, uh, that was that was fun. That, that was awesome. interesting to hear. I, I honestly love hearing that there are other countries implementing things like that. Because I feel like a lot of people in America are definitely terrified of even setting that boundary with their bosses and whatnot. Um, I have a friend who, you know, he works and he doesn't allow emails to come in after a certain amount of time. Like he silences his notifications. Nice. Like I'm out of office nice. and he will have an email that automatically goes out saying, sorry, you can't contact me. And I, I love that there are some people out there that are setting those kind of boundaries. Um, I think they're really, really important. Cause I mean, you go back 40, 50 years ago and your boss wasn't haranguing you after you got home from work, you got home, you were there with your family mm-hmm. and you got to do normal things, hang out with your neighborhood. But now it's just like with access to digital, and technology you have so much access to people and that that kind of messes with you yeah. you know yeah because yeah. like everyone wants it now yeah it's like i want it now like dude have patience yeah. <laughs> like a whole 24-hour day to me feels so long and stressful now as compared to like when i was a child like mo- a week could go by and i wouldn't talk to somebody and it'd be fine but like you know nowadays it's like oh i didn't talk to th- some person today or this person or that person oh uh, things are going bad they it feels yeah. like forever you yeah, know they, they don't like me anymore yeah, like, yeah, what, right? what do i have to do to to make it up or whatever yeah no it's it's that, interesting how, how technology has like yes there's uh, there's been advancements mm-hmm. but uh, on the social aspect of it just makes everything quicker yeah. and not that everything is becoming faster it's just the way we communicate we, we, we perceive time in smaller increments yeah. where it's like every single little detail has to be filled with something yeah you know versus like dude like yeah i'll, I'll get there in an hour right and like oh how come you're not here yet it hasn't been an hour <laughs> yeah right <laughs> you know like uh, i texted you like five minutes ago like i said in an hour, an hour. yeah uh, and then, you know, because they they're so occupied or so mentally like looking at every single minute that's passing yeah. by. It's like, oh, how come you're not here? How come how come you're not doing this? How come you're not like, dude, it's, it's only been a minute. It's only been 30 <laughs> seconds. And it's like you have to re-expose yourself to like um, no time. 
or yeah. or the concept of like that's where mindfulness really comes in and like meditation you know like if you can't process the fact that you know 10 minutes being without something for 10 minutes whether it's stimulation of some sort how about you start learning how to like incrementally build up that resistance you know yeah. what's it like to wait five minutes without your phone and any stimulation mm -hmm. can you handle that can you you start building that up and i think that's that's something useful that people should have i've gone through this whole podcast without my phone <laughs> yes yeah round of applause thank you thank you mainly because uh because i forgot it and i'm too lazy to go pick it up <laughs> <laughs> but again it, and even that like the because uh, again people say like oh lazy people aren't productive mm -hmm. like well lazy people know how to manage time, time. Yeah. yes like yeah. It, it's okay to like take an hour out and just sit on the couch yeah. or just sit outside on your porch and stare at the road absolutely yes. totally valid and acceptable because i don't think we get enough of that i mean they say that like people that are staring at screens all day should take like 20 minutes just to look Elsewhere. further yeah that way that way you're not just looking right in front of you just yeah, like just six go to eight go, inches off yeah. the screen go outside and stare at the sky for 20 minutes yeah yeah get blinded yeah. by the light yeah <laughs> I, I, I do i do that light. all day <laughs> i do that all day just stare at the sky all day yeah eventually i'll come back and paint <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah it brings so much peace yes yeah. yes <laughs> Well, speaking of paint, like how long does it usually take for you to finish a piece? Oh, gosh. It's speaking really, of time. Yeah, right. It, it's always dependent on me. And I feel like I lose so much time when I paint because I don't I don't look at my phone. I'm actually like one of those artists that really just doesn't like to film any of my process. It, it takes a lot out of me to even think about setting up my camera to film a process or to take pictures. and that, stuff. That's him, too. Usually I take photos of everything that he does. I don't think I've ever recorded myself painting. Yeah. Paint. It's I hate every, doing it. Every video that's on my Instagram feed, it's it's David recording me. There you go. Or somebody else recording me. But it uh, makes it easier having somebody else recording it. Because yeah. it's like when you're in the when you're in the zone to paint, you don't want to worry about, oh, I need to create content for someone. It, mm -hmm. it really takes me out of it. So I'm like, no, I just want to paint. And there's a lot of times where I don't show the process for some of my paintings and all of a sudden I have a brand new big painting. Yeah. Um and like something like this can take anywhere between one month to complete or three months. Mm -hmm. And it depends on how much time I put into it or how much time I can act accurately do it. Yeah. Yeah, um because yeah. there's also dry time. I have to wait for that gel, mm -hmm. that thick frosting. Mm -hmm. uh, it takes a while mm -hmm. to try. And then so I either sit there and go, okay, what else can I paint? Or I'm like, you know what? I'm going to go grab lunch with a friend while it's drying for yeah. five hours. You're, like, st you're still working. Dry time is work time. Dry time yeah. really is work time. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, again, going back into you know, imagine, imagining, managing time. Mm -hmm. oh, I'm like, I fell asleep at, well, I was working till four in the morning, speaking of time. Wow. That's why my words no good today <laughs> is better <laughs> elsewhere. Uh, but yeah, no, managing time on where it's, yes, drying time is part of mm -hmm. work. You know, <laughs> you can't just be like, okay, you're done drying. When it's not done drawing, you know, but that's, yeah. And that's part of the reason why I'm not a big fan of painting with oils is because mm. of the dry time. Yeah. Yeah. It takes so much longer. Yes. Um, it is fun to play around with. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, my God, oh. just sitting there blending all blending day. Blending is like the best. But if you have best. some detail that you want to do and it's very specific, 
Um, especially if you lean into more like cartoony styles and yeah. stuff, you really want that precision and that quick dry time. Mm -hmm. yeah. Um, cause mm -hmm. otherwise you're, you're going to be sitting there frustrated for hours <laughs> and it's just, no, my acrylic dries in like 30 seconds and I'm like, yeah, let's do another layer. Another layer. Yes. Um, yeah. Cause I paint, uh, every now and then I paint roses in, mm -hmm. uh, oils and especially like bright colors. They take forever Ever. to dry. Even though I do use, uh, a, uh, uh, an oil medium, uh, liquid, which, uh, it speeds up the drying. Uh, yeah. Process, yeah. It right? dries within 24 hours. But certain pigments and, and <laughs> yeah, certain pigments take a little bit longer, but still, still, I mean, it doesn't take two, three weeks months. to dry <laughs> or months to dry. <laughs> months. <laughs> yes. Um, I think earth tones take like 12 hours to be dry to the touch and you could, yeah. you could put on another layer without it reactivating. Black is the worst. Yeah. It took me seven months for one of my pieces that Oof. had black on it Ooh. to dry. It was Oof. bad. It was hanging up in a deli, still wet. And I was, <laughs> <laughs> was like, there's some like paint rubbing off of it. And I was like, oh, yeah. it's like, do not touch. Yeah, yeah don't touch, please. Definitely don't. Don't even, don't, with the art. don't even look at it. <laughs> it'll, it'll smudge by just you looking oh, at so it. I remember I was doing a, a live painting. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, one, of, one of, like a community show here or near Gardena. And, um, I was painting with oil paints. Mm. I was doing a giant lion painting. And uh, there were a few kids, uh, you know, start looking and all that. It was like, oh, just the paint is wet. Please don't touch it. <laughs> and then uh, I don't know where I see like a little fingerprint on the painting. <laughs> and then I see I see this kid with his, with his shirt. He had like a, a, a light color shirt. I probably was white. It had like blue <laughs> everywhere just blue oh. smudges trying to like clean his fingers like oh no that's oil paint <laughs> it was oh. so funny but but i don't know where it's just like a tiny little fingerprint <laughs> that's so funny uh, yeah see that's why i'm a digital artist see that's why if it was acrylic it would have been dry literally yeah you can't it's so hard to paint like in plain air with acrylic like i i don't like doing that because it dries in like 0.2 seconds and i'm <laughs> freaking frustrated <laughs> or my paint's like actively drying out and i'm like yeah i get it why you all you plain air people are oil people makes sense i mean there's some tricks to paint with acrylics yeah. outside yeah. you just get that so much more equipment like, yeah i have one of those special wet yeah boards. the wet palette yeah the wet palette just but i hate lugging all my stuff up to the mountains and then it's freezing and then there's wood chips in my paint <laughs> and then it's a disaster yeah no. Yeah, and then you have to take your giant canvas. Yeah, you take the giant canvas, an entire trolley with paint. That's why can't. I just take my camera with me. <laughs> I'll take a picture. Yeah, yeah. just take just a picture. Re and reference just, photos. Yeah. Just yeah. dive into the moment. Maybe journal while I'm there at the spot. You know, get your essence. I can do that. <laughs> now, do you finish a journal or do you start a new one before before you finish? Oh, I always start a new one before I finish. Because I feel like... You, that, you could have said that for this question. <laughs> but you said sketchbook. Not sketchbook. Journal. sketchbook. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I never sketch. It's, it's not something I do anymore. I used to sketch heavily as a kid because I wanted to be an animator growing up. So all I did was cartoons growing up mm -hmm. and, you know, doing like The Simpsons and like Disney princesses and stuff. But like it was always on random things. And then journaling was never something I got into. No matter how much therapy I did and no matter how many therapists were like, you need to journal more. And I'm like, uh. <laughs> I, I tend to write more or less poetry. I'll, I'll dive into the poetic side. And it's usually a thousand times darker than my art, which is 
insane. So there's like a vast difference. You see cute, happy, cheery. <laughs> and then my poetry is an absolute contradiction to yeah. that. Um, and I'm hoping actually, as I go through my art, it to actually have the poetry attached to my paintings, which I think would add a different layer of depth to the work yeah. and, mm -hmm. and it might be something completely different because people wouldn't expect to read something so sad or depressing along with that the, that'd be really cool yeah because uh, like that that's what i do with my poetry like i, I use uh typewriters for my poetry mm. for from my process of writing and uh yeah some of them are pretty dark uh, and obviously some of them to to sell quicker they're they're pretty funny and whatnot but right. every now and again the funny one will be right next to the dark one and be, <laughs> i'll be like ha 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 Oh, <laughs> like, I want to give you a hug. Like, yeah, right. Would, just read the other one again. <laughs> yeah. he'll, he'll get Don't over touch it. me. <laughs> Don't touch me. Uh, but no, it, it would be cool to see poetry behind the the art. The piece. art. Mm -hmm. I think it really allows for that level that that level of contradiction between what I've been through and what I experience versus what I put out in the world and create. Yeah. Um, I've had some someone I met recently, um, they became a new friend of mine and they they told me, you know, you you Ashley are like a like an air purifier essentially. You're somebody that takes in negative energy and regurgitates it out as positive energy. And I think I thought that was like one of the sweetest things I think somebody has ever noticed in me because i definitely feel that now that that person had mentioned it, i was like you know what i do get that because yeah i process all this nasty negative turmoil or trauma that happened and i'm creating something beautiful out of nice. it um and i think that's all you really can do yeah. when you're at that point that's good uh, and uh, again having the that mindset of mm -hmm. being able to do that yes yeah. uh, i know it's hard and uh People not a, just not take in the negative to... and then just hold it in. I'm like, yeah. no, you have to be able to let it go. Let it out. Let, let it be let it free. Yeah. Like, I love being angry. I love being sad sometimes. I love being upset because I was somebody who grew up and shoved those things deep down. I didn't cry at things. I didn't get angry at things. I was just very bottled up. Um, and I feel like if you're feeling upset, just go have a scream in the backyard. Mm -hmm. Let it out. There's yeah. nothing wrong with being angry and you shouldn't feel ashamed of being angry. Sometimes you're angry. It's just, can you dig deeper and find out where that anger is coming from? Yeah. Let it out, but don't, if you end up hurting someone, be accountable <laughs> for that. But you know, yeah, just goes along those lines. Yeah. It, like everything has, uh, its place. You know, mm -hmm. it's like if you're angry, and and you're a screamer or whatnot like give it those five minutes yeah like because again it's it's part of the frustration like you don't have the words for it mm -hmm. at that moment give it those five minutes or or 10 minutes or whatever that's what pillows are for yeah, yeah. And, and then after that like okay cool that's done now how do we fix it how do mm -hmm. we move forward how do we just continue yeah because again like being angry forever like what, what's, what's the point yeah <laughs> what's the point and and one of the things that um uh tom hanks uh, mm. on a uh a directing uh and acting uh, podcast uh he was talking about uh one of his favorite quotes is this too shall pass yeah it's like this anger that i'm feeling this too shall pass you know mm -hmm. just give it time this too yeah. shall pass this happiness this joy it's like this too shall pass, pass yeah because it's just part of the process. It's part of being human. Yeah. Emotions are fleeting. They come yeah. and they go. They come and you and have to honor them. Mm -hmm. And you just have to, you have to honor them. You have to flow with them. You have to deal with them. Respect but, them. <laughs> but this too shall pass. Yeah. You, know? you won't feel that way forever. Yeah. I remember I one time had a therapist po very pointedly say, when you have an anxiety attack, it's only going to last you 15 minutes. 
15 to 20 minutes. And he, they, I would go, you know, over to the health center at my college and they'd sit me in a room and he'd, he'd go, look at that clock. In 15 minutes, you will not be as anxious anymore. And he's right. You know, it was one of those things I had to realize that anxiety will not last and fester yeah. forever. It comes and it goes. Yeah. Um, and that, that can be really tricky too, though, because it feels so intense in the moment. You, you feel so overtaken by it. Um, and so I really empathize with anybody who's in that place right now, because I remember that place. Yeah. And I think a lot of people who have gotten out of that place sometimes forget what it was like to be in that yes. place and know how hard it is to just come out of it. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Th this too shall pass. Mm -hmm. And again, going back to time perspective, it's like 15 minutes like, you know, the, the, the doctor, it was 15 minutes, but you know, in that anxious time, it feels like eternity yeah. because you're noticing every Everything. single little second and is passing by like, no, it's 15 minutes. Mm -hmm. you know? This too shall pass. I, I like that. I don't know why I was like, this too shall pass. This coffee, this too oh. shall pass. Cause I need some more. <laughs> 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 uh, I know. But again, thank you for, for hanging out. Thank you Heck for. Yeah. For sharing your journey, your stories, your amazingness, your bright colors. Oh, boy, thank you. Yeah. I only hope to make the world a brighter place just a little bit at yes. a time. Yeah. Well, one, one brush stroke, one palette stroke yes. at a time. <laughs> yeah. But no, it, it, I, I, I do love. Oh, and for the skies, do you do the little drip with the finger just like or I, with a brush? I use just a toothbrush. Like, so oh, I use like an old toothbrush head and I'll dip it in some acrylic, watered down acrylic white, and then, and then I'll go <laughs> and I'll rub it across. And then you brush your teeth while you're painting. Yeah. Yeah. That's how you get the whitening. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Yeah, no, it's definitely a blend of like different styles. You know, I'll take something from an impressionist style. I'll take something from a more modernist style. I, I want to combine different techniques into my own style instead of being like, oh, well, this one flat technique is my style. This one technique. No, no, yeah. I want to dig a little deeper because it also lends itself to dissociation. When you dissociate, things can feel different. Your environment around you can appear different, whether mm -hmm. that's size, shape, color, texture. And I want to emulate that through art, you know, and show people that, yeah, for some reason, when, I, when I'm spacing out, this tree may feel more apparent to me than that background is, you know? And so it's messing with the environment just enough to make you uncomfortable, but still beautiful. And I think it really, I, I really love pissing off the like mm -hmm. traditional artists with it because I make very specific choices to ignore rules to make you uncomfortable. Yeah. And, and I feel like that, that is one of the things that like, cause I, I, I've done it in my skill set and like in the film industry and in my own art It's like, you have to know the rules to be able to break them, but you know, not all rules are set in stone. Yeah. You know? So it's like, if you know what you're doing, like yes people are going to be like oh that that's not that's not correct that's not fundamental that's like right well but you know i use my fundamental knowledge to be able to break the rule break the norm to mm -hmm. just create something for myself yeah and it's exactly like, so you're wrong haha <laughs> yeah <laughs> but yeah no i don't like breaking rules well, only, only breaking the law breaking the, breaking law. <laughs> breaking the law right <laughs> i don't like breaking rules but uh i don't paint inside the box either <laughs> yes. there you go like what is the box technically it's a square it's not three-dimensional or oh. is it if you ignore rules are you breaking them 
I just think they don't exist. There you go. So, they, so, so, so we're not breaking like anything. <laughs> so, so we're not breaking anything. We're not really breaking anything. Mm. <laughs> That's what I find so interesting about the rules of art. Because, like, how did new styles develop over time? Well, people had to break the fundamental rules that came before mm -hmm. them. Well, yeah, cause like it's e like a cycle. Yeah, because even just like with your style, with, with uh, impressionistic, with the impressionism, where it's like, oh, everybody ha it had to be perfect. You know, like uh, Da Vinci wears like perfect skin and everything. Like <laughs> impression, like yeah, I just, it's just blobs. Yeah, the screw you that. Can, you could kind of, yeah. you could kind of see a body there. You could kind of see a tree right. there. It's, it's not perfect. I, I think with like, with, uh, with Claude Monet. People are like, oh, for a landscape, you need land and sky. And Monet was like, no, you don't. Watch this. Watch, this. Watch me do a trick. <laughs> yeah. uh, a pond. <laughs> landscape, no sky. Yeah. I was just feeling some type of way. <laughs> yeah. 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 So. But yeah. But no, it, it is fun to get all technical with it. No. But yeah, the, again, like I said, thank you so much for everything. Yeah. And, uh, uh, two of the listeners, thank you for listening. You've been listening to the largest podcast, The After Show, with Ashley Wright. Whoop, 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 whoop. Time for more coffee. <laughs> <laughs> you have been listening to The LA Artist Podcast. Feel free to like, follow, and subscribe so you don't miss the latest episodes. You can see bonus content on our Instagram at Lorano Gallery, as well as our website, lorranogallery.com slash podcast stay creative keep creating and no matter what be passionate about your art <laughs>